What's going on? It's your boy Trey. Welcome to the Renewed Studio. Here at Renewed Studio, we want to encourage rightly dividing the Word of God while biblically and critically critically thinking through the issues. <laughs> um, I want to make an announcement. Uh, so Renewed Studio is on YouTube and has been on YouTube now for a few months, but we're also on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Um, and then just this week, uh, we were also featured on KingdomPraiseRadio.com. Um, and so we're going to be on KingdomPraiseRadio.com every Monday. Um, our uh, our uh, content, our video content is going to be um, uploaded to YouTube every other Monday. Um, and then um, the, the content will be uploaded to Apple Podcasts and Spotify um, every other Monday as well. So please check us out on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Kingdom Radio Kingdom Praise Radio, excuse me, dot com. All right, with that being said, we're going to get into our topic. Our topic is a, is a big one. Um, it's a fresh one, um, and it's dealing with the uh, Israeli-Hamas uh, conflict that's going on, and where should we as Christians fall in line with this? All right, with that being said, let's get started. All right, so once again, thank you for joining me. I'm really excited about this about this podcast. I think that, well, let me let me rephrase that. This is a topic that I I, I debated whether I was going to cover it or not. And the reason why I debated whether I was going to cover it or not is because is because I have to admit I am not an expert when it comes to the whole Israeli uh, Palestinian conflict and the the years that it's been going on and the intricacies. Um, of it, it's so complex. There's there's been so many different actors, and there's been so many different um, promises made and promises unfulfilled, and attacks from this one and attacks from that one. Um, and so I'm I am not the expert, right? The reason why I decided to to make this podcast was really because I was I was troubled by some of the rhetoric that I'm hearing coming out of Christian spaces, so Christian churches, Christian social media. Um, that I, I don't feel re- reflect uh, Jesus's teaching um, to us through the scriptures, um, and and so this is why this is really the, the the reason why I decided to make this this podcast on this particular topic, and also again because part of Renewed Studio is to encourage biblically and critically thinking through the issues of the day. So if we're gonna we can't run away from this topic and then encourage critical and biblical thinking on the issues of the day, right? <laughs> so with that being said, let's uh, let's get into it. Um so if you've been watching the news or if you've been on social media for any time, uh obviously you've seen the images, um you've seen the video, you've seen interviews um of the fallout from Hamas's attack on Israel. Uh, back on October 7th um, and what makes it so horrific is that Hamas really attacked Israel um, and or Israeli civilians at a dance festival um, there are you can see the video of you know the Israeli citizens enjoying themselves at this festival um, and then you know before you know it there's paratroopers coming from the sky um, and then now, before they know it, there's gunshots and all kinds of things and, and, and just you know, all types of horrible things. Um, I think in that attack, I think it was like 1,400 Israeli citizens, Israeli civilians, 
uh, were killed. And you know the the detail, the details that have come out about that are just just absolutely terrible. Um, and so from the very beginning, um, I have supported Israel's right to exist, and I support Israel's right to defend itself. Um, I call what Hamas did wrong, um, and there are some people um, who who refer to Hamas as a a terrorist organization. Um, and just in doing my research, I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem with that at all. I don't have a problem with calling them. Let me be very clear. <laughs> I don't have a problem calling them a terrorist organization at all. Um, but I don't want to really get into the, the the whole like you know stance of you no know, should you be pro Israel, should you be pro Palestinian people, things of that nature. Because again, I find that unhelpful when it comes to identifying where the Christians should land in situations like this. Uh, there's all kinds of pressure, political pressure, social media influence and pressure, and church influence or pressure uh, to choose one side or the other. Um, depending, It really depends on your political leanings. It depends on your cultural leanings. Um, there are Christian voices who are pro-Israel uh, no matter what. There are other Christian voices who are pro-Palestinian uh, people, no matter what. Um, and I, I find that a lot of the conversation um, doesn't take into consideration the lives of the civilians, of the Israelis and the Palestinians. I find that a lot of the conversation um, really just kind of rushes to assumptions, rushes to judgment, and settles on... Uh, propping up uh, one party and then dehumanizing the other party uh, or othering the other party. Um, and I don't think that's where Christians are need to be landing. Right? I think that um, when we read the scriptures, I think that the scriptures are clear as for how we're supposed to treat everybody and, and what God's disposition or what God wants our disposition to be. Uh, so that being said, let's go ahead and get into it. And so, you know, we've, we've talked about the political and cultural pressures uh, to choose one side or the other. Um, and what I find more disturbing, and again, this is the basis for me even doing this episode, is that I'm finding that I'm, or I'm hearing some Christian pastors, influencers make statements that just seem to run antithetical to the teachings of Jesus in the Bible. Um, I've heard I heard a pastor essentially call for the eradication of all the Palestinian people. Right. I've heard a Christian influence, social media influencer um, essentially say that you cannot be pro-Palestinian people. Otherwise, you are against God, um, that there is no no, there is no essentially there's no nuance here. It's, you're either pro-Israel or you're against God and I'm like well I don't think that either one of those narratives is helpful and I don't think either one of those narratives really land the Christian where we're supposed to be um, so I want to talk about where as a Christian do I think that we're supposed to be uh, so I want to start off by referencing Matthew 5 verse 9 um, this is like right in the middle of uh, Jesus teaching what we call the, the Beatitudes and Matthew 5, 9 says, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called the sons of God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called the sons of God. And so when I listen to some of the rhetoric, and I have to admit, this is not the majority of the, of the Christian leaders that I've heard. So I have not, 
I have not heard this coming from a, a majority of Christian pastors or leaders, uh, at least not you know to that same extent. Um, There's only a few who I've, I've heard go to the very extreme. But when we think about what Jesus teaches, in Matthew 5 and 9, and he, and he says that blessed are the peacemakers for, for they will be called the sons of God. It seems as though Jesus is teaching us that our disposition in the world needs to be one that promotes peace. Right. So we should be promoting peace in our actions. Um, and, it, and it seems like we should be promoting peace in our being. Right. So we should be for peace. Now, I'm not going to say that I know exactly or that I think that. That the is that the uh, Israel and, and Palestinian people situation will ever find a peaceful solution. I, I don't know. Like I said, it's been years and years and years. And it just seems as though there's probably just not a lot of trust there for anybody to take negotiations seriously. But I think that as Christians, our disposition should be one of wanting to see peace, especially or in light of seeing the, 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 the dead civilian bodies, right? I mean, I, when you look at the, the dead civilian, the dead Israeli civilian bodies, it's heartbreaking. When you watch the video of people running from the, the dance festival into, uh, into the fields. And as they're running into the fields, Hamas is shooting at them, right? These are innocent people. These are people who haven't done anything to anybody. Uh, these are people who were just enjoying their lives. And now they have Hamas shooting at them in the fields and killing them and hunting them down. Um, throwing... Know, throwing bombs and uh, yeah, throwing grenades and bomb shelters and just you know, killing and hurting people on purpose. I think you know, that's heartbreaking. And then when you look at the the images of uh, the Palestinian civilians, men, women, and children as well, who have had their their homes bombed and who have lost family members and who have now you know been displaced from uh, from their neighborhoods and from their lives, um, it's heartbreaking. And as a Christian, I don't believe that you have to choose which heartbreak you're going to identify with. I think that as a Christian, when we see losses of life, senseless losses of life, whether it's from the Israeli side or whether it's from the Palestinian side, I think that it's okay for us to feel terrible, for us to feel empathy and sympathy for the individuals who are just who are who've been caught up in this in this conflict who had nothing to do with it in, in the first place and so i think that if if we as christians can you know first start off by being peacemakers and wanting to see peace wanting to see peace does not mean that you don't want to see justice right wanting to see peace being a peacemaker does not negate justice i am a firm believer in justice I am a firm, I hope firmly that justice is served on the perpetrators of this attack, right? So that is, so, you know, being a peacemaker is not being a weakling. Uh, being a peacemaker does not remove justice off of the table. But being a peacemaker brings us into obedience as Christians, brings us into obedience to the teachings of Jesus Christ. 
right? Like our feelings about something may say one thing, but if our feelings about something go counter to the word of God, then we have to bring our feelings under subjection to the word of God. And so if the word of God says that, you know, blessed are the peacemakers for they will be called sons of God. Well, it sounds like Jesus is encouraging us as believers uh, to be promoters of peace. And I want to be I want to be someone who is living in obedience to the best of my abilities to Jesus Christ. Um, and so I think that that's the first step that we as Christians need to take when we're having these conversations about what's happening with between Israel and Hamas. I think it's important that we remember that we are not called to be warmongering people as Christians. We are called to be peacemakers. Uh, the second thing that we need to do is we need to make sure that we are people of prayer and that we're not just praying for one group, right? That we're not just praying for Israel, but that we're also praying for the Palestinian people because the Israeli people and the Palestinian people have both been created in the image of God. They have both they are both created by God, right? So uh, both are deserving of, of prayers because both have experienced great loss. Um, I think one of the one of the other things that bothered me in the and and some of the comments that I've heard from Christian influencers and Christian and some Christian leaders um, is this again that false equivalency of Hamas and the Palestinian people, right? The Palestinian people did not attack Israel on October the 7th. Hamas did. Um, and in doing my research, just kind of looking to kind of learn about what who Hamas was, who, or who Hamas is, and all these other kinds of, kinds of things, you, know, you realize that Hamas really is an, an organization that has, you know, that took control of the, of, of the North Gaza Strip, or Gaza Strip, North Gaza Strip. Um, and once they took over, there, I think in 2006, I believe, or 2005, uh, there were never any elections held in that part of the Gaza Strip since. So, you know, Hamas is not there because it's not still there in 2023 because the people have voted them in. You now, Hamas is there because they essentially have muscled their their way to remain in power uh, for over you know, for, for well over a decade. <clears throat> but. Now, when I see people trying to draw that false equivalency between Hamas and the Palestinian people, uh, what it does is it gives people an excuse to not care about the lives of the Palestinian people um, and to only care about the lives of, of, of the uh, Israeli people. Um, and I'm, 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 I think that the Christian needs to have a stance that we care for both of their lives that we pray for the tragedy that the Israeli citizens have suffered and we pray for the tragedies that the Palestinian citizens have suffered. Um, I, I think that we as Christians uh, need to be sober-minded and remember that, you know, again, though we're talking about people here. We're not talking about animals. We're not talking about characters, but we're talking about people here. We're talking about people who, just like us, are made in the image of God. And so they deserve prayers. The Israeli people deserve our prayers and the Palestinian people deserve our prayers as well. Uh, Matthew 5, 43 through 45 is a, is a really good scripture where Jesus is talking about um, who we should love and who we should pray for. Um, I heard a person yesterday say that, no, they're not praying for the Palestinians. They said they're not praying for terrorists. 
uh which no and when i think about it like in our feelings i understand like i understand not uh, i understand being angry at hamas because again what they did was terrible but here's what jesus teaches in matthew 5 43 through 40 43 through 45 says you have heard that it was said love your neighbor and hate your enemy but i tell you love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you so that you may be children of your father in heaven and so jesus here really emphasizes the point that it's not enough to pray for people who you love and who love you it's not enough to pray for people who you've done well or you've done good for and they've done good for you but Jesus takes it a, a step further and says, not only do you pray for them, but you have to love your enemy. You have to pray for those who persecute you. So you have, to, you have to love the person or the people who are against you. You have to pray for the people who are doing you wrong. And I understand that that is not an easy thing to do. I understand that when we feel like we're wronged or when we feel like somebody else is wronged, the last thing that we want to do is pray for the person and love the person that did the wrong. I totally get it. I totally get it. But if we're going to be the representatives, representatives of Christ in the earth, then again, we have to bring our feelings under subjection to the teachings of Jesus Christ. And so I can't say that I, I, that I can't pray for the Palestinian people because of what Hamas did. Because of Matthew 5, 43 through 45, I have to pray for the Palestinian people in spite of what Hamas did. I have to pray for the, for the, for the Israelis, right? Because again, they deserve our prayers. And so I'm not gonna be with you long. I'm gonna bring this to an end. But I just want to encourage you guys on those two things. The one, as Christians, avoid the pressure or resist the pressure to have to choose a side. Because more times than not, the side that we're, that we're being forced to choose um, isn't really based on sound argumentation. A lot of times it's based on um, emotional reaction. It's, a lot of times it's based on tribalism. Um, a lot of times it's based on bad theology. Uh, like one guy, one pastor's, you know, one pastor declared that Israel should make the whole Gaza Strip a parking lot. And so that way we could usher in the second coming of Jesus. And we think about that again, it's, I don't know that there's, there's not a place in, in scripture where Jesus tells us that we should be encouraging violence in order to, in order to, uh, speed up his return right that's not what he says he, he simply he really says that he says no one knows the time nor the hour um, of when he's going to return so like we, we don't get to, we don't get the opportunity to force his hand on his returning um, and I and I don't think that he wants us to choose violence as the medium <laughs> for his return I don't think that he is encouraging us to promote genocide as the basis for his return um, and so I think that we as Christians we really need to um, remember our scripture um, even as we battle the emotions that these videos and images are going to are going to inspire again I, I don't blame anybody for being upset or being or feeling terrible about what's happening I don't blame anybody for 
any of your feelings, really. I just want to encourage everyone. Uh, in fact, you have a right to your feelings. The Bible says be angry and sin not, right? Uh, but I just want to encourage all of us as believers to allow the scripture to inform our disposition. Allow the scripture to inform how we interact in these conversations. So that way we are actually reflecting Jesus Christ in our culture and not the other way around where culture is being reflected through us. Um, and so with that being said, I hope you all have uh, a wonderful rest of your time. Um, again, come and watch us on uh, YouTube and you know, leave a comment in the chat. Or if you're in your car and you're a podcast person, you can find us on Apple Podcasts. Just type in Renewed Studio. And same thing for Spotify. Just type in Renewed Studio on, on, on Spotify and we will be in your car with you. All right, with that being said, everybody have a good, wonderful rest of your week. And I will talk to you when I talk to you. Take care.